hey, you know what I believe? I believe every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible. I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where your courageous life starts. Hey there, and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. How is your 2021 looking? At the start of the year, we all said, oh, it's going to be so much better than 2020. And then we started to say, hang on, I think it's just going to be more of the same. But as I've mentioned on other podcasts previous this year, it's about um, our attitude. You know, we can't change the circumstances around us. And I think we've just got to, you know, say, well, this is 2021. Um, what is it that's important to me? Where am I going to go with this? And, and let's just let's just get going. Dream big, you know, because we've seen the dreams can be taken away really quickly. So we might as well uh, get onto them and do what we can. What I've seen for me is a, a massive increase in uh, doing Zooms, you know, doing international Zooms. I, I was doing a lot of traveling prior to 2020 and, you know, speaking and running workshops and that kind of thing all around the world. And, and what I, COVID was a blessing because I didn't have to leave home to still do those workshops. And in fact, I've done way more speaking and way more workshops um, via Zoom than I could ever have gotten to by, by traveling to other countries, which I love by the way, because I do love to immerse myself in other cultures. One of the things I've been able to contribute to is, which is coming up very soon, is the Gold Rush Summit, which is uh, founded by a couple of people in Michigan and Illinois, and it's to create a better world. So we're going to talk about that. I've, I've invited the the two founders onto the podcast today because I want to hear the story. I want to hear about uh, why they founded it. So, and the other thing too, I want to point out is, you know, we we can. Uh, you, you know, meet each other from other parts of the world and just work with them. So anyway, let me introduce them. Monica Crimendel and Rick Hayhurst are the co-founders of Blitzby, a digital marketing company helping entrepreneurs make the world better by creating currency through traffic and connection. Blitzby, the umbrella brand, is simply the experience we're all having each day. So the Blitz, hurrying, racing, deadlines, etc., and the B, rest, balance, breath, centering. Blitzby comprises three main areas, an integrative lifestyle directory with over 20,000 members, a, an online shop which provides a variety of organic products, and Blitzby marketing. Monica and Rick have also created the Gold Rush Summit, which is a movement that transforms lives. Blitzby and the Gold Rush Summit are the result of Monica and Rick journeying down their own healing paths to discover the joy of supporting others in their big dreams. In their words, healing is simply about improvement on any level. Manual therapies, yoga, meditation, coaching, spa life, education, activism have all created the crescendo that has culminated in the creation of a movement. Monica and Rick are committed to bringing healing to a world that needs it. Welcome, Monica and Rick. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. 
Good to be with you. Yeah, good to see you two too. It's um, I haven't had oh, well, I have had two before. It's um, with two Santas, but you two are a little bit different to Santas. Although you are bringing goodness to the world, so it's kind of similar, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my red hat. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get you red hats next time. But um, I am intrigued because what what I really love is and with this podcast is about get off the bench. And I'm always inspiring individuals, you know, to to get off the bench and do their thing. And with COVID, and I talked about this, you know, right at the very start of this interview, and um, we talked about. I talked about when I was introducing you that uh, COVID has brought so many wonderful opportunities, you know, particularly over Zoom, you know, and we can we can work uh, all around the world and connect with amazing people. And the the thing that has come about and exactly like you guys, there's a lot of people who have already been working all around the world in teams, but this has just brought it so much more to the surface, you, you know, that there's, and I wanted to put you both on and bring you together because it shows people that you don't have to do things alone in your own lounge room, you know, just, just trying to struggle alone. You can find a partner somewhere else in the world and you can really build some amazing stuff like you two have built. So, you know, it's, it's great to have you both here and, and to sort of share that energy. So uh, people might be inspired by that as well, rather than just working on their own. So um, Monica, you're in, uh, and I've got to get this right. You're in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Am I right? Holland, right outside of Grand Rapids, yeah. Wow, okay, so that's, and then you, uh, Rick, you're in Chicago, Illinois. I'm in Chicago, yes. Now, while those two are butting states, very close together, it's still a distance. You're not actually travelling to the office to be together every day, are you? No, so it's still, it's still a, a flight away, so. No, not a flight, a drive. It's about two and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, that's not too bad then. Not no. too bad. Not for the daily commute, but it's not too bad. So tell us about, um, maybe tell us individually, you, you two can fight over who goes first. Um, what, what's your journey? You know, like, did you start in, did you start in creating summits or in marketing or did, did what's your backstory for each of you and how, how you come to meet each other and, uh, and kick off this great movement together? Well, I'll start. Um, I... It started out, I'm a mom, and I was a teacher before I became a mom, and um, then when I was a mom, I stayed at home, and after a while, I got a little bored once the kids went to school, and I wanted to do something, so I became a yoga teacher, loved yoga, loved uh, the exercise, but also the spiritual aspects and the, and the, the um, growth, and then became a massage therapist. And that's where Rick comes into my story because I was looking for a massage school around here in Michigan and um, found a massage school 15 minutes from my house. Rick happened to own the massage school and was the massage school teacher. And so that's how we met. Um, and then I move on a little while and I got a divorce. And so I was looking at, okay, how do I market myself? I need to market my yoga and my massage started learning marketing, some, some marketing tips and tricks from Rick because he had a marketing business. So then he was helping me with that. And then he and I, we had such a great partnership that he always tells this story, but I get to tell it this time. Um, when we were on the phone with each other, when we were, we hadn't met each other yet, but we were on the phone with each other and um, just talking about massage school and what massage school could be for me. And, um, him as the teacher 
And uh, what went through his head, he always says it like there was an airplane with that sign that goes behind it. And he said, she's a great partner. And after our conversation was over, I thought to myself, wow, he's a really interesting guy. I have to get to know him better. I want to go to that school and check it out and see what that's about. And then we met each other at the massage school. I became a massage student, then became then learned how to be a teacher after that. And so then I was helping uh, teach the classes. And from there on, we, we've been fast friends ever since. That's fantastic. <laughs> Did the airplane land or it well, must have landed? Yeah, because you never it, bought it. It has landed. It <laughs> has landed. She's amazing. This is an extraordinary woman. Yes. Oh, I would say he's an extraordinary guy. He's a, he's amazing. And we just we hit it off and we're good partners together in our business and we enjoy um the the nuances that brings that the things that he's good at the things that I'm good at and even though we're two and a half hours away because we do digital marketing we're on the computer all the time so we don't really need to be in the same location and because we can be in the same location and we know each other well enough we can yeah we can connect on a phone call or a text or an email now that's a great story what about you Rick what's you know obviously massage therapy education uh, I, uh, as a youngster, uh, was running a summer camp for people with disabilities. I looked in the yellow pages to see massage therapy by call three people. I was in college at the time. And so I, I didn't really get what they were doing in, in their lives. Like, what does it mean? Never heard of it. So one woman said, go to this school, blah, blah, blah. I ended up going to the school. And I, when I was, uh, when I graduated, I was invited to come back to do accreditation. So I started a career not realizing that I began a career developing schools. And since I've developed six schools and been a teacher in various aspects of training and also placing uh, massage therapy uh, curriculum into colleges. So that was the, the core of my professional world all along the way, teaching business and marketing to practitioners. Um, so since 1995, I've been teaching uh, business marketing um, technique to practitioners to be in their own practices and to perpetuate that. In 2014, I created a project for veterans um, to teach stress and pain management strategies for daily living to veterans and their families. Mm -hmm. And I ran into a veteran uh, and at a local um, Korean spa and we became fast friends and he became uh, a marketing person for that place, inviting me to a meeting. The place ended up hiring me to do marketing for them. Uh, two friends of mine previous, the two years previous to that, we we were creating a software. And uh, and so it just so happened, like the convergence of, of circumstance, you know, uh, gave us the opportunity to do some marketing for this, this place. And, and since then, uh, I had my school in a desert in Michigan. So I had to figure out how do I reach this audience? And there were these marketing tools. And I realized I need to go deeper for myself in digital marketing and really get like, how do I reach this audience in this, this desert? You know, mm. <laughs> it, it was really dry. So in any case, uh, um, I did go deeper. I've since created an agency Monica and I were uh, were already friends. We were also being uh, kind of support, reciprocally supportive. And um, just in conversation, I was like, wait, what do you think about joining this, being a part of this? And and so now here we are, a part of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. I think it's, you know, there's something similar in both of your stories is um, following following your heart. You know, this led to this and this led to this. And I had a feeling about this and, you know, and it's it's amazing, isn't it, that when we follow our heart and follow the callings and the intuition, we end up, it leads us to the right place, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, we, 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 we've been sharing this summit that we're creating and we're interviewing extraordinary people. And for me, the big reveal has been the through line in my life is, is showing itself. You know, healing is not only what I've been into professionally for my entire professional life, it's also a commitment that I have. And, and so we, we've been able to transform the one-on-one experience to the one-to-thousands experience mm. to be able to bring the message of healing and to, to support communities and people who are doing extraordinary things. And they may not call it healing. They might call it educating people. They might call it uh, feeding the homeless. They might call it uh, taking kids off the street. They might call it all kinds of things, but uh, underneath all of that is, is healing. Mm. And healing the world too. That's, right on. Um, yeah. I think, and, and you, like you said, you know, I said in the intro, you know, um, you know, Monica and Rick committed to bringing healing to a world that needs it. And it's um it, it it it's so obvious that if we all come together, you know, and heal the world. I mean, Michael Jackson was right, wasn't he, when he was singing about it? But you know, nobody nobody was listening. But um, the the world really does need need some love, needs nurturing. We can't keep treating each other and the planet the way we we are. So um, the more people like you and I and everyone that, you know, that are doing all these um, healing activities and in whatever way it is to bring about a better world, uh, the more people moving, doing that, you know, the bigger the momentum. So, um, so, so you got together to do, uh, and to do, well, to do a marketing company, to do your healing and everything. Did you know when you got together, had you already decided, right, let's do a marketing company. Let's have these three your branches to it and let's call it Blitzby or, or did it, did it, did it, uh, how did it start and how did it evolve and come to be Blitzby? It's hard to say, you know, Blitzby, <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> yeah. If you think about Blitz, that Blitz where we run around like crazy people and we're in our to-do list and we're in that, that Blitz of life. And then you think about B, who is it that I'm being? while I'm doing my to-do list. Yeah. So who is it that I'm being? So that's where we got Blitz B and took Blitz and B and put them together as one word. And we didn't start out as Blitz B. Um, when we actually decided we wanted to do it, be in a digital marketing company, we started out somewhere else and it wove itself into Blitz B. Yeah. And we also didn't start out with all the different pieces that we have. We started out only as a digital marketing company and or agency. And then we moved into having the shop, the shop Blitzby and having a directory and now the Gold Rush Summit, uh, a movement that transforms lives. So it, it's evolving for sure. When, when somebody has got their stuff together, you know, when they're out there as a business, even as a partnership or whatever, a lot of people will say, yeah, but it's easy for them. Because, you know, they, they're just doing it and they just did it, you know. And so we it's kind of like when people say, oh, yeah, but they're an overnight success, you know, and, and you forget all of the uh, stuff that went on in the background. Were, did you have any challenges, you know, were there, were there, 
you had this great idea. I like him. You know, I like her. Let's work together. Fantastic. And then you just sort of dove into it. But were there challenges that came up along the way? Like, oh, I didn't I didn't realise she had a gap there or I didn't realise he was going to boss me around. Sorry, Rick. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's such a great question. Um, and, and this is what I love to say about that question. You know, Monica and I worked out our communication in massage therapy school. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fundamental training that I brought to people is mindset training. And so that was the core of the training in my school. And so mindset training is not offered in most schools, but there's a variation of that that's offered in most schools. And so there's there's this delicious, uh, there was this delicious experience that we created at that time. So moving forward, um, I had a chance to do some coaching work with uh, with Monica and her husband and her kids and just really be in a supporting um, and intimate role so that I knew who this animal was. She knew who this animal was. Like we knew that because we had it kind of worked out already. Now that doesn't mean that along the way she doesn't bust me. <laughs> because she does, <laughs> you know? Like that doesn't mean she doesn't send me to the corner and say, put your nose in the corner, you know, <laughs> or like send me to bed without my dinner. So, you know, that happens. Um, but, uh, but the joy of it is that we come from the spirit of coaching and we come from the spirit of being coachable and we really hold each other in that space. Like, are you coachable or not? And yeah. if you are great, let's get into it. And if you're not, we got to stop the phone call. <laughs> let's just take a break. Like, and that's okay. Like, Every moment we're not feeling coachable, uh, but that is the nature of our relationship. We, we really coach each other and we hold a space for each other to be our best selves. We don't really look at the shortcomings as, a, as, as permanence. We mm. recognize it as the opportunity to train. Yeah. And so if, it, if it's greater than us, we reach outside of ourselves to do the training. And if it's not greater than us, we just dig into it and we start to get into the meat and potatoes. Um, it actually is a pleasure to work together. We, we don't have, um, we don't really have a drama story. At least I don't think <laughs> maybe, maybe they're going to share us one, <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Monica? <laughs> um, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And what I would say also is that it isn't without struggle. Growing a business and creating a baby like a business isn't without struggle and isn't without um, roadblocks that come up and then we get to look at, okay, how do we transform it? So one thing that that we both have is that massage background. So we both know I've got the client on the table with a frozen shoulder. Okay, I know the muscles. I know what I need to release. I know what's standing in the way once I check out the the frozen shoulder. So it's a matter of looking at what's standing in the way. How do we transform that body to have that arm move again? Well, it's not really any different in business. I mean, it is a little different, but it's not that different because we look at business and we look at our business and we look at the people's businesses that we're supporting. We see, okay, well, what's standing in the way? What are some options? Pull out the different toolbox. We're not using a toolbox from a massage therapy perspective. We're using a toolbox from a digital marketing perspective and coaching and training perspective. What is standing in their way? Mm. Is it a mindset issue? 
Is it, is it a website issue? Is it something else? We can decipher then, okay, what is standing in the way for them? And then it's just a matter of, are they coachable? And how do we move those things that are standing in the way out of the way? And we have to do that in our own business. Mm. We have employees. We've got employees that have issues. Humans show up with humanness. Yes. And then we look at, okay, great. You're a human. I'm a human. It's not the business that ever is the problem. It's the human that's the problem. So, and it's not a problem. It's just to look at, all right, well, what's standing in the way and how do we approach it to either, either transform it or change something so that, that it, that it's workable. Mm. And I think that's the, uh, that's a good point because to go into a business or to think, to imagine going into a business, it's kind of like, wow, it's so big. I'm overwhelmed by the big picture. I don't know all these moving parts, you know, therefore I'll sit on the sidelines with my frozen shoulder, you know, and, and I just won't, uh, I just won't jump in. But what you're saying, and it's so obvious and it's so, you know, is it's the way it should be, except that it's hard to make that jump is that just get started and as obstacles appear, just work your way through them. And we actually do have the tools at our fingertips and we just don't know it. We just haven't, we just haven't reached out for that tool yet. You know, we just haven't looked for it in our toolbox yet. And that, that tool could be another person, you know, or it could be another business or it could be a different way of thinking about things. So I love that. And I just think that, uh, you know, that businesses are not, actually life is not without challenges. And it's just a matter of, am I going to sit here and be put off by this or am I going to find a way to work through it? So love it. Now tell us about your, um, the lifestyle. So I need to read this integrative lifestyle directory. Now you've got, I didn't want to miss that first word. You've got 20,000 members. So like who, who's using this? Who are those members and what's it for? We have a, a little more than 20,000 people uh, uh, listed in the directory. And the directory is set up as an integrative lifestyle directory, meaning what, are the, what is a holistic perspective of the lives that we live and how do we want to support that? And what are the resources for that? Maybe I need, uh, what we say in the website is um, whole health, massage, finance, uh, mindset, and ritual. And those are the aspects that we really want to be clear about to create that whole life. You know, I have to go to work. I also have to deal with my family. I also have to deal with my home. I also have to deal with my neighbors, you know, like mm. everything. But from that perspective of integrative living, whole person living, we really wanted to serve the audience who shares that mindset, who's, who's interested in supporting people who have high and high quality products and high quality services so that people know where to go and that they're not out there just running around trying to figure it out piecemeal. So we started inviting people to come to the directory, uh, practitioners as well as business owners who have that kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, that kind of approach to living, also that kind of approach to business. Mm. So it's newer, uh, we're happy to report it's, it's, it's up and it's running and we, we tend to mold it like a little bit of a clay. Um, as, we do, as we're creating our summit, uh, it gives us a chance to look at it with a different lens. One of the gifts of the summit is working with social entrepreneurs. So people who, are really, who really fit the category of that person that we're looking for to be a part of the directory and of course their audiences. So I like it. <laughs> 
I think it's wonderful. And what about your organic shop? Like what sort of, you're not selling organic bananas. It's like not that perishable, is it? No, it's mostly CBD products right now because okay. CBD is a big product and we know that that has been a helpful product for a lot of people. And CBD has now been put into facial products and into all kinds of different forms. Um, and it's helpful on many, many levels. And I use it in my with massage and a lot of massage therapists are using it. So it's a healing. And I don't know any entrepreneur who hasn't ever been stressed out or maybe has a little anxiety or there's, we all deal with a little bit of anxiety, some, some stress, some depression maybe. And those products support our whole being again as an entrepreneur. Mm. And your skin is your biggest tissue, your biggest organ, isn't it? So if you're rubbing all this uh, CBD on it, so what affects it? What impacts is it having? Like, is it is it calming or is it does it? Um... It depends on the product, and lots of different. There's different CBD products for different things. Some people are using CBD for sleep some for anxiety, some for all. So you would have to look at the different products that are offered. There's, um, I actually use it with my dog when she gets a little anxious, she's getting a little older. And so there are CBD products that can be used like other products off the shelf for all of those things. So it's just a matter of looking through what someone would need and doing the research to figure out which one is the best one. Mm. And the CBD market has opened up significantly in America, hasn't it? Really become... Yeah. I started, I started taking a digestive supplement with CBD in it, and it absolutely changed my system. So, and there were brain effects with yeah. that, which of course the brain gut connection, but um, it, it was a really profound impact. Now I hadn't taken the CBD product prior. It just so happened that a healthy store had it and I, I was trying it out. So um, yeah, I find a lot of benefit from having CBD around. Mm. And I think um, hemp as well, do you know, I think, uh, we all know, you know, let's not get into this, but the only the only reason they're not on the market fully is because of the FDA. But anyway, let's move on. We all know, we all know the pharmaceuticals are making a, a bloody fortune by keeping it off the shelves. But um, I think it's right, right. I think it's wonderful that you that it's actually out there and available and it does make a difference and it's it's great. So with your marketing, what is the biggest issue that you see that people have with their digital marketing? I think the biggest issue in truth is, is, uh, is knowing. People don't really know. People don't understand the power of the internet. People don't really get how it works. Business owners traditionally have brick and mortar stores. And so they uh, have very good and, and traditional systems for uh, outreach, snail mail, even email. A lot of places mm. are, you know, use that and use that pretty easily. <clears throat> but uh, it's very much unknown still. Yeah. What are the tools available online? Uh, when we have conversation, probably every single interview we've done, we hear where people are lacking some really simple tools. And so our, I think our biggest job is just to educate and to bring people, uh, bring people into the, to the possibility of, of what exists online. And then to look at strategy, uh, fundamentally, every business needs traffic. Mm -hmm. So what does it mean to get traffic and how can we do that in a cost-effective way, but also in a, a really profound way? There's something called pixels, uh, which mm -hmm. allow us to stay tethered to people who just visited our website. So you were looking at that 
pair of shoes recently and then you see it all over the internet no matter where you go well, that's a result of, of pixels so as a consumer i might be annoyed by that but as a business owner i'm really grateful for that mm. because i can build a relationship with you whether it's just by showing you that product over and over again or if i rotate my a testimonial or a, the product you looked at or a new offer or even just sharing with you the values that I have as a, as a business owner mm. in a little ad. So there's, there's several ways to use pixels, um, but that's just one example of how important it is as business owners to become clear what's available for you online that you're not using, that you could be using that maybe aren't as expensive as you might be thinking. Mm. And, and that's the problem, isn't it? It becomes expensive because it's an overwhelming it's a jungle out there if you're not really computer literate, you know, and it's people are saying these words, digital marketing, you know, uh, pixels, you know, and all uh, automation and, you know, there's all these words. And if you're not, it, it's so hard to get your head around them all. And then it's so hard to figure out which one I should use do you know, or which combination I should use. So, you know, it, you know, small businesses resist but it is good to go to someone like you, you know, to say, well, these are the these are the five tools you should be using and this is how they integrate, you know, because otherwise people are doing what I often do and I, I test out a whole lot of different things, can't figure out how they uh, go together. Then I realise I've got too many damn programs and I think that's it, I'm, I'm cancelling them all and then I'm starting from scratch again and, th and this often happens, you know, so... Um, I think I'm in need of some digital marketing, but you know, it's about, it's about where does it sit on my bloody priority list, but and my time list. But I think um, I, I think you're right. It's the education that is the key thing. When people are educated and they actually understand how everything integrates, then they're more likely to say, "Huh, good. Now I can now I can have a sigh of relief, you know, and now I can let go of some of that stress. And, and I know that by paying this amount, I can just get on with." Uh, bringing traffic, you know, to my business. So you, you've even made it a bit clearer for me too. I, I, I often don't know what the hell's digital. You know, there's so many words out there that, um, and you, you haven't got all day to sit at your computer. What's this? What's that? You, you just, you can't do it because most of us are working in our business and not on our business, which is uh, not the right thing to do because we need to put more time working on our business. But anyway, Tell us about the Gold Rush Summit. Now, why, why did you suddenly, uh, what, were, you, were you just sitting there having a beer, a virtual beer one night and said, oh, wow, we're going to do a summit. This would be fantastic. Or was it a little bit more strategic than that? <laughs> it was exactly <laughs> like that, except it was gin and we like our, our martinis dirty. Yeah. So it was gin and we, we like olives with them also. So <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I love that though. The visions in my head are having so much fun. The, the fairies are dancing, listening to that. Um, we we um, love digital marketing and uh, we both are really, really, really passionate about the social aspects of life. As you can hear with, with all of the different social things and the holistic perspective. And so as we looked at what we wanted to take on next, and um, how we want to move next. We, we talked about a summit. We talked about what it would be like, how we would do it. And then we, um, we dove in. And so then it was a matter of, okay, 
what's the name? How do you do a summit? What's the process moving into the process mm -hmm. of that? And the Gold Rush Summit, a movement that transformed transforms lives was born. And it was really born from our from all of the experiences that we've had in the past to where we are now. And really awesome giving a stage to people like you, because you were one of our speakers, being able to, to put you on, on a stage where we can hear more about what social entrepreneurs are mm -hmm. doing to really support the human beings that are on our planet. And we are reaching all over the place. We're having conversations with people in Portugal and um, all over the States. You're in Australia, so we're talking to people in Australia. And it's been a fabulous experience. Uh, really, part of it is learning from, from everyone else also. And I'll let Rick add more to that. I was just going to say, you know, one of the one of the gifts, um, even just going back to the last question about around like what is digital marketing, we don't know what we need. So part of the summit is really introducing what we call an online audit, so that we can just look at your business as it's presented online. What do you have already? What's missing? What do you need? What are people saying about you online? How is your information? listed online is the information correct is it congruent um is it consistent uh, so there's uh, from the perspective of the online audit we get very clear about what a business needs and also what a business doesn't need mm. it's much like going to the doctor like the doctor wouldn't prescribe something to you without assessing you first and so that we do the same the online audit is a chance for us just to assess what does this business look like online and then we make uh, recommendations accordingly. Um, and so the, the summit has been this most extraordinary experience already. And the, the moving parts as much as the speakers and the story that everyone is bringing forward to get people off the bench, <laughs> you know, to get off the bench. Like that's such a beautiful, I love that. When I saw your information, I just thought everybody in the world gets that. Everybody, no matter where you live, where, where what you're up to, like everybody gets that. And that's the message that we want to convey through the summit. Like everybody get off the bench because the world needs you. Mm. Then the world really needs you. The world is hurting. And if I have it in me, then it doesn't cost me anything to extend myself to that person who might need something. So that, that's my pleasure. Mm. How do we do that as a business? How do we do that as business owners? How do we use the online tools available to create that experience exponentially greater than what we thought it could be. But that's what we wanted to bring uh, to the summit and of course to, to everyone we're working with. Mm. So the summit will, uh, I, I disagree about the doctors though, Rick, sorry about that. I think they do prescribe <laughs> shit all the time. It's kind of like, oh yeah, I look at you, you look pretty healthy, but I'm going to give you these five bloody drugs anyway, because I make money out of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm bagging the crap out of the medical system, aren't I? At the <laughs> I better stop it. Um, but it's, yeah, with the summit, I'll just go straight to the summit so I don't get myself banned from, you know, from the podcast <laughs> platform. But um, so the summit, so what you're doing is interviewing people uh, online so that it can all be presented, you, you know, over uh, three days, I believe, in March. When, when is that going to be uh, put online or made, made public to the world? 
Yeah, it's March 17, 18, and 19. So it is three days, and there'll be approximately 10 interviews per day. That's fantastic. And so people can, so you pay to register, and, and even if you can't be there, like, for the whole time, you, you know, you can't sit there and watch video after, you can still get the recordings and that sort of stuff? There's there's lots of options. We want to make sure there's enough options for everybody. So there is a way you can pay to get an all-access pass. The all-access pass gives you more than the free so people can just watch it for free. That's the first step. You can sign up and you can watch the whole thing for free. So we wanna make it accessible to everyone. And then there's an all access pass for people who are busy or for people who wanna rewatch things. I love, I'm that person that loves to watch a movie and then several years later watch it. And I'm like, I don't even remember that part of it. So then to rewatch it and get just a little bit more out of it the second time. Um, so for anyone who wants to watch them over and over or watch a couple different ones over and over, that's there's an all access pass that people can get to be able to have access to them for a lifetime. And then also there is um, there there is a bonus interview that some of the speakers were willing to do. So there's a first interview that's on the free um, the free summit, <clears throat> and then the all access pass brings in the bonus interviews also where we get to go a little deeper with each of the speakers and have some more time talking to each of the speakers. So it's just really exciting. To have that all access pass, that's gonna be a mind, mind blowing, um, you know, toolbox of information and, and so much inspiration in there. So, wow. It's wow. true, it's so true. It's, it's easy to, um, you know, we're in the interview, we're having a great time, we're talking to people, we're hearing their stories, and it is mind-blowing what people are doing in the world, like what they're really not talking about doing, but they're what what you're doing, getting off the get off the bench. It's extraordinary. So now, as you say, put 30 of those people together mm. and listen to their, their stories and hear their tips and their tricks and their strategies. The training that comes or that is coming and we've been sitting in that you've given us and that all of these people are bringing forward to this audience is so invaluable. It's mm -hmm. the value is immeasurable. Like there's no way to even know how it is that the sentence you spoke five minutes ago, how did that impact the entire world? It's impossible to know. Mm -hmm. And yet that is what this Gold Rush Summit is. It's transforming people fundamentally. Sometimes by pulling, I, I say like, just finding that one thread in the sweater, what's gonna unravel that whole thing? Well, that one th thread is being pulled by 30 different people. Mm. And it's extraordinary. It is really, it's, it's invaluable. I agree. And I think that that's, you hit on something really special is that we often withhold information thinking that what I've got to offer isn't that special because we live it, you know, it's just part of our life. But that one piece of information could absolutely change somebody's life. You know, I used to teach uh, young disengaged teenagers. And sometimes you f I felt like I was just, you know, blabbing away up against a wall, you know, nobody's listening. But so many times since I've had some of those kids as adults come up to me in the street and say, you know, do you remember saying blah, 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 which I didn't most of the time, that you saved my life. You know, that day was going to be my last day. And that that thing you said made the difference. And, 
you just don't know, do you? You just don't know who needs to hear that one piece of information. And the other thing is too, when you're talking about, you know, it's the power, isn't it? There's a saying and it's a, a religious saying and I'm not religious, but it's that, you know, where, where there's, where more, where two or more gather, I will be there or something like that, you know? And so it's, you know, really, really honing in on the power of, when a collective happens, the energy just it, it, it tenfolds and hundredfolds, you know, and it's just it becomes comes absolutely massive, and you sit in the energy so much, so much more strongly. The other point I wanted to make on all that is that uh, it's you're saying that all the you know all these speakers, thirty speakers or whatever, are bringing forward all this phenomenal stuff, you know, and it's extraordinary. What I want to point out though is that. In actual fact, every one of those speakers, including me and 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 you two in there, sitting there as well, we are not extraordinary people. Do, you know, we are just ordinary people who have decided to take action, who have decided that I have something to offer the world, and it doesn't have to be special. It can just be a smile to somebody. It's just I have something that I can give to another to make another person's life better, and. The, the the thing that I want people to understand is that it's not just exceptional people that make change. It's ordinary people that make change. They just choose to do something a little bit beyond what they would normally do. And they actually have the capacity to do it. We, we often think, yeah, but that's you. It's you doing that because you're you and I can't. But that's not the truth. You know, every single person can make a difference. So... You know, I want people to really get that because, and don't play small because the world needs big people on that big stage to make a big difference. <laughs> it's so true. You know, you, you, you brought up the phrase where two or more gathered in my name, there I shall be also. It's a phrase that inspires my life. And it's the gift of realizing that when we stand together in the name of love, there we will find love. When we stand together in the name of healing, their healing is. When we stand together in the name of racism, their racism is. When we stand in the, in the, together in the name of hate, their hate is. And so where two or more gathered in the name of something, their something shall be also. Yeah. And I feel like it's such a gift to stand together in the name of healing, to bring healing to the world that needs it. And to also mm. just be in the experience with you now, recognizing like we have a friend in Australia <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. When are you coming? Yeah, soon. Tomorrow? <laughs> Tomorrow? I, I can find a plane ticket. It's cold here. Even though I know that it's snake season there and there's tons of snakes everywhere, I can bring a pair of boots and some jeans. Well, there's, there's not that, that many snakes, but they are, they're definitely around. <laughs> I don't know that you'd be allowed in. We're, we've kind of made our little COVID safe island over here and we're, we're not letting people, too many people in. Well, the tennis players have all arrived for the Australian Open and they're all in um, lockdown and that, that's causing a that's causing a massive um, argument here. But anyway, doesn't matter. Anyway, you're welcome. So carry on, Rick. Yes, you've got a friend in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a friend in Michigan and in Chicago. Yeah. So yeah. The next time anytime. you come this direction. Yes, yes, anytime. Well, I was over there in um, October 2000, not last year, because I was meant to be there last year in, in Michigan uh, in October, but didn't make it, of course. But the year before I was, and I was just telling 
uh, somebody else in Chicago I was talking to a couple of days ago that I said, oh, yeah, I've been to Chicago. She says, really? And I said, yeah, in the airport for about two hours. And that, <laughs> it was a stopover. But that, i got to tell you, that Chicago, that that airport is is mind-blowing. That is a that is a fantastic airport with, you know, nuts and popcorn and, and the smell in that airport is just like all these little carts with uh, popcorn and nuts, fresh nuts, and, and the, the signs to the each lounge, you know, is is this, oh, it's kind of, I don't know what you'd call it, but it's all decorative and it's different and it's, that's one hell of an airport. I'm going there again, but this time I might actually leave it and come and come and visit you, Rick, all right? Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm going to take a couple of yeah. And Monica, I'll see you in Michigan. Yeah. But but anyway. Yeah, yeah. You can pick him up and bring him to Michigan so you can see both. Yeah, all right. Oh, perfect. perfect. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. yeah, we will. We'll do that. I think we've gone completely off topic. We've just gone into our, our own little travel arrangements here. <laughs> so you can just bring Matt Langdon with you and then bring Trav Bell and bring a couple of those other people right from the Australia. Yeah, Tyson and pick him up and bring him with you. Well, Matt was the Matt was the reason I would be in Michigan. Matt used to live in Michigan, and uh, he he hosts the Hero Roundtable there every year. Well, except last year because we know why. Um, and so yeah, so Matt's the reason that you know I would have been in Michigan last year, and that I was the year before. So Matt's amazing. Matt's one of the speakers. Trav Bell's one of the speakers. There are so many. Um, so many great speakers in this summit. I can't actually wait to watch it. You know, it's I only know I only know about my interview, but I can't wait to see the rest of them. But <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. What so? Um, what do you anticipate the outcome? We've kind of touched on it, but the outcome for people who attend, who watch it. What do you, what would you? Okay, what do you anticipate is will be the outcome? But what would you love for the outcome? Because it could be two different things. I anticipate that they're going to watch it and be inspired, but what outcome would you love? Such a great question. I don't think we've spent a lot of time on that question. So this is, you're getting the real deal right now. Um, I think the, the outcome, what I think the outcome will be is that people will come curious and then they'll experience it full on. Like every word is like a golden nugget. And so I think people will be just completely completely present, undistracted. I also think that when they leave, they will feel empowered, not only empowered, but informed. And they'll be clear about at least one or two action steps, although there are 20 or 40 or 60 listed in each interview. <laughs> um, they'll, they'll be clear for themselves, like what, are, what is step one, two, or three even. And, you know, there's as we are, you know, information comes at us, so we maybe don't process it all, but I do think there, that things are simple and eloquent enough for, for uh, a participant to walk away empowered and, and informed, again, to take that action. Yeah. Um, and then what would I love to see? I would love to see that. I'd love to see people taking that action so that whatever stops them as a result of the, the Gold, Rush, Gold Rush Summit, they're able to move it out of the way. They don't have to, you know, energy doesn't need a name to exist. So we, we don't have to call it something. We can just acknowledge like something stops me sometimes. And so uh, I would love to see that whatever that is that's stopping them is, is no longer there for them as a result of being a part of the summit and listening to you speak about getting off the bench and then actually getting off the bench, you know, to listen to 
um, uh, some of the other speakers, Dr. Shelley, who we spoke to earlier, um, I, I could give you a list, but every single person is coming through, not with just passion and not just with a story, but with a life lived, you know, like you're living it. You're not talking about it, you're living it. And that, that, that shifts me. It shifts me personally inside. So therefore I can, and I know that I can, and I know how, because you've given that to me as a gift, as a result of being a part of the summit. Mm. Oh, I love that. I, I hope that people are inspired to take action because it's not that hard. But it's, you talked about something in there that's really interesting that, you know, there's a lot of information coming at us, you know, and, and at the moment, you know, with, with um, well, with COVID, you know, with the fact that we're all in front of our screens all the time, you know, we're just bombarded with information and we're not always getting good information. We're not always getting inspiring information. Um, we get caught up in the news. I, I don't. I get a I get a New York Times snippet every morning, and that's all I want to see, and that, that's the end of it, you know, from America. But um, it's it's but we are every all our news feeds everywhere. It's just bombarded, 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 and so when you're watching a summit and or anything that this type of thing, but we'll, we'll focus on your summit. Uh, you know, you 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 get so much information, and what's important for people is you don't have to actually sit there and memorize all that information because you know subconsciously it all comes in anyway and then as you let it rest you know it all consolidates and you have a plateau and all these little things just drop back into place you know exactly oh I remember this I remember that you know but on the other hand, on the other side of that is that when you're listening you don't have to take in everything that everyone says you're just these gold nuggets jump out you know they jump oh oh I needed to hear that right now I just needed that sentence you know so when you're listening to a whole bunch of really great information you know there's the, there are going to be things that just wham you in the chest do you, you know and you, that's my thing that's my thing even if I listen to 30 speakers and I take that one line away my life's going to change right now because I heard that one line from that one person right at the right time when I needed to hear it. And, and it's true about, isn't it, that 30 of us, so let's say 30 speakers, we could all actually um, talk about the same topic and yet every single person listening is, is going to resonate with one person way better than another because it's your voice delivering that message. So... Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I love that people like you are getting off the bench. I mean, you've already got off the bench way, 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 way long ago. But um, the, the fact that it's it's kind of like, well, we've got COVID, we're all stuck in front of our computers and damn it, I'm just going to have to resign myself to it and this is a shitty world. Or we can say um, this, this is reality at the moment and there's nothing we can do about it. The world's in a pretty bad place. So I've got to, I've got, uh, skills I've got you know knowledge I've got information I've got tools at my disposal what can I do to contribute to make a better world and that's exactly I uh, saw so for me you know you get off the bench you two got off the bench and did it and I freaking love it when people <laughs> when people take action and just give something in a crack that's what we say in Australia just give it a crack in you know it's um it's fantastic and people like you may be doing these things around the world and some may fail and and that is still okay Do you, you know like you might only get 
five people register, which I know you won't, but let's just say it's still, even if that were the case, it's not a failure because even just us talking to you, you know, and you, your, your intention, it puts that, it ripples that energy out into the world regardless, you know, so people trying to create things that are to make a better world is even if they don't eventuate, which that's not what I'm saying about yours, but even if they don't eventuate or they fail at what people call failure, they're still putting the energy out into the world to make a difference. Right on, right on. Is that making sense? <laughs> totally, totally. I, well, what I was thinking too, when you were talking about like what we want out of this event and then what might happen, um, I would say that uh, we were having a conversation with another one of the speakers and she said, I double dog dare you to do something. And what is that double dog dare thing? And I was thinking about get off the bench. And if we're double dog daring people to get off the bench, what does that mean? And then as I was thinking through that, I was like, okay, if we get off the bench and we've got all these people who show up, what do I want for the people who show up? And I want to be, what I'm realizing is that if we can come from the possibility of nothing, really get it, strip it down to nothing so that everything is possible because out of nothing, we can create anything. And so as I'm looking at our speakers and I'm having these incredible conversations that are really touch moving and inspiring me and I'm already just like, if nothing else happens, I'm so cool, I'm so cool because I'm like, I'm so grateful for all of the conversations and everything that has occurred already. And the gifts that keep coming out of nothing are absolutely mind blowing because I didn't create it ahead of time. What I did create was a, a concept of this, the Gold Rush Summit, and we put the energy in it, a movement that transforms lives. So like those ripples, when we throw the stone in, we don't know where they're going to go. And those lives that are going to be transformed from your conversation, from this conversation, from anything, put it out there and be in the possibility of nothing so that we can then create everything. Ah, oh, I love, I love that. I love that. And I also love that, you know, just the, let it go, just do it, put it out there and let it go and let it have it, let it have its own life. But if you put the right intention into it, you know, that, then that, that's the energy that shoots it in the right direction. And, uh, oh, I love it. I, I love it stuff. I love that people are just doing something and not sitting on their bum saying, well, life sucks. You know, <laughs> life does suck often, but, you know, we, we just got to do something. You got to find a way to buddy, make it better. But I, I love, love, love what you're doing. And I love your, um, I love your partnership too, because you've got uh, amazing chemistry between you two. And I think that that's a critical, a critical aspect to business. And you talked at the very start about, you, you know, finding your communication zone, you know, you, you didn't say zone, but I'm saying it, you know, you, you actually figured out each other's communication. And I think that, um, and you talked about humanness, you know, I think that we can get too caught up in creating a business uh, based on the technicalities. You know, you bring these skills and I bring these skills and let's just create a business. But if the human connection isn't there and the communication isn't there, it's not, 
it's not going to be as good. You know, you 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 almost have to morph yourselves into one human being, you know, to to carry that uh, that um, intention forward. And you know, I think you two are doing that beautifully. I do. I'm a very good compliment giver. <laughs> thank you, thank you. We'll just sit here and receive. <laughs> You know, what you're, what you're touching on for us is so important to realize the human factor counts. And no matter what the goals are, what the metrics are, what the money is, what the debts are, we're dealing with humans. And, you know, we, we hold that space for each other as we hold that space for our team. When things aren't working how we want to, you know, we might be very flexible in someone else's view. And even for us, maybe we're too flexible sometimes. On the other hand, what does a human need to be their best? You know, to be their best, what what do they what can we do for them is more the question than, you know, did they get this done? That's all important and necessary. I'm not saying that it isn't, because it is. And our team is really a group of wonderful professionals. And we look at the human factor, for better or for worse. We we just do. And we tell them we love them. I mean, I suppose you're not supposed to say that, but we do tell them that. And we do tell that to each other almost daily. Like, I love you. I love you, Monica. <laughs> like, I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. I love you too, Karen. I love yes, you, Monica. Karen, I love I you, love Rick. You love you, too. Yeah. You know, what else is there but to generate more of that in the world? I absolutely, absolutely agree. And I think that, you know, I'm a little bit too lovey sometimes. I think some people look at me like, you oh, know, oh, Karen, that's not very professional, but I actually don't give a shit, you know, because it's, um, if I, I love to say to people, I love you. I, I put, I, I know I shouldn't, but I put kisses sometimes at the end of my text, you know, and, and I, I don't give a toss because at the end of the day, they can take it any way they want, but I'm going to put love into the world and, you know, we, we, we don't do well blocking love out of business. I don't care what anybody says. You know, it's we should be able to tell people we love them, you know, and, and you know, we, we, we should be mature enough or we should be caring enough or, or loving enough to, to recognise that it's not um, a sexual advancement. Do, you know, like I think we just need to know the difference and, and, and there is such a thing as love that is a genuine true love and love for somebody else's soul and somebody else's spirit and love for their being and, you know, a respect for their space on this planet, you know, and I think that if we don't, if we don't extend love, and I mean genuine love, I, th I think we're failing ourselves. We're failing each other and we're failing the, the world, you know. And, and you know, I look at all the, like, uh, the suffering around the world and animal cruelty and the poverty in other countries. And, you know, you know, this is such a result of not, not, not extending love enough. And, and I think that if we do start to extend it and not be ashamed of extending it you know not be embarrassed by extending it i think uh, that's my opinion you know we're, we're on track for a much better world and i love that you're doing that and i also think that when you're talking about humans in business every single human is is different not just different behavior types and personality types and you know all, all those kind of makeups you know that that people have but it's also circumstances lived experiences you, you know what's going on in their life is their mother sick is there it, it, it you have to consider each human as an individual and and love them for who they are and I just think that we're, we're going to get a lot further being like that than bean yeah. counting mm. 
you know, business is nothing more than relationships. That's yeah, what, I agree. What, and so the relationship has a form, it has a purpose, it has an outcome. But when you strip away all those things, what's left over is a relationship. Mm. And we approached the summit uh, as we we're forming new relationships, you know, with speakers and and even some audience, uh, some you know, various partners that come along. <clears throat> we approach it from we're building a twenty-year relationship. We're not we're not just having yeah. a conversation. We're building a twenty-year relationship. I, I would say forty, but you know. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be around that long. <laughs> oh shit! I hope I'm not. I'll be. I'll be 97. I tell you what, I'm not. I'm not. Oh. I don't want to be still cranking it then. But anyway, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we can still be friends, and we can still have conversations. Yeah. I'm going to be alive still then for sure, because I'm way younger than both of you. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say I don't want to be doing business when I'm 97. I'm still yeah, happy to have conversations, still have relationships. I I don't know, geez, I'm, if my brain's not working at 97, I don't want to be here. I can tell you that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, my rule is that I still have to be able to do yoga. If I can't do yeah. yoga anymore. Mm -mm. <laughs> I just want to get out of bed without someone else wiping my bum. You know, that's, that's <laughs> if I can still do that, I'll still I'm still happy to stay. <laughs> All right, well, guys, I have absolutely loved loved this conversation, and I I love the love, and I I love the intention, and I love the ripple effect. I love what you're trying to do. I just absolutely love it, and I'm in my zone. You know, when people are just getting up and moving and and going ahead with things now this podcast is um you know to get off the bench of course to inspire people to take action i think you've already given a ton of advice you know a ton of suggestions but you know if people have got this sort of imagination in their head oh i'd love to do an online conference i'd love to do a talk show i'd love to do interviews of people or i'd love to just do something so let's just stick with online you know because that's what you guys are doing what advice would you give them to just Get up, just give it a crack. Start talking to someone, do something. You know, I, I think that, go ahead, go ahead, Monica. You go, you go. You know, it, I'm, I'm not big on giving advice, but if I were to coach someone into it, I might suggest to them, you know, what what is the big dream? Like, if you could visualize that, like, what is that? And then I would, I would support them in identifying just one action, not 10, let's just get to number one. And then when they have that experience with number one, you know, they, they can touch, feel, experience, hear, smell the experience. And then from there, you know, we can facilitate step two. But I think so often we look at a project and we're like, oh my gosh, that's bigger than me. Well, it is. Mm. But if you think about just getting up off the chair to walk to the living room, because that's where the computer is, that's an action. And yeah. that action counts. And yeah. I can do that one. Let me just get one done, you know? Yep. Love it. What about you, Monica? I, yes. Take that one action. And one thing, I'm, I'm a planner and I like to see what's coming. Um, and there's a little bit of worry sometimes there. And what I'm learning, some of what I'm learning is to uh, take an action and not think seven actions down the road, but just the next one. Take the next action take the next action. And I, I'm constantly reminded, reminding myself of how to eat an elephant one bite at a time. And it's just one action at a time. And when, when we can actually be in that moment, be 
in the moment, even if it's something that we're doing, I'm really learning how to be and not be like, I have a to-do list and I like to check my to-do list off. And sometimes I forget to be when I'm in my to-do list. So being able to be is a, is a new a new step for me. And then taking that one action and then the next one action and then the next one action instead of having to look at it as this humongous thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm big on that. It's it's everybody just stops with this overwhelm. Oh my god, this thing's just so big and you know, I always say that too. Just put just work out what the first step is, you know, and take it. And the next paver will appear and step on that and then the next one and step on that before you know it you know you're there but I'm not going to encourage people to eat elephants Monica because yeah (laughs) I'm a bit of an animal rights person and we're not eating elephants but um it's a good analogy but (laughs) but it's um but you're right you're both you know I I just think this um we're just gonna take one step at a time and eventually we're there you know when you're driving off to another destination in your car you can't just say oh I'm driving you know 500 kilometers and I want to be there now you you know you, you sort of go well that's where I'm heading and now I've driven one mile and then another and then another and before you know it you're there so I think it's the same philosophy with um starting things I love it and great advice so Rick even though it's not advice it's a good advice you know (laughs) good good suggestions good support um now where can people find you so we've uh tell us all the places and well the gold rush summit uh com is where you'll find all the information for the gold rush and it's not gold rush it's the gold rush summit.com um and then blitz b marketing is blitz b marketing.com and then our shop is shop blitz and the directory uh is blitz so it all has to do with Blitzby, except the gold rush is just all by itself. With just, there's no Blitzby and gold rush. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to put all these um, links on the in the show notes as well, so people can uh, link just click on them anyway. Yeah, so and hopefully people will uh, go to go to the Gold Rush Summit and watch it, and you know, and hopefully even pay for the all access pass so that they can, you know, you know. Keep, keep watching and keep being inspired, you know, because we all have down days. We all have days when we think we can't and we can go back and watch one of those videos and think, ah, that's kicked me back off my chair and, you know, I'm ready to go again. So I have absolutely loved this conversation with you two gems. Thank you. Me too. You're a gem. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. It's such a pleasure to be with you. Oh, that's it's a pleasure to be with you guys, and I'm, I'm glad we did it as a uh, as a trio. A little look at us, we look like the Holy Trinity, don't we? But I don't, I don't, <laughs> a little threesome going on here. I like ah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that might be interesting. <laughs> Uh, I think we better hang we better hang up before we get in any trouble a bit too much love going on now (laughs) well thank you so so much thank you thank you thank you it's been fabulous I've enjoyed giggling with you yes big love to you yeah yeah, thank you. Well, it's been my absolute pleasure. So I look forward to the summit coming out. Look forward to staying in touch. And I look forward to my uh, future trip to Chicago and uh, Michigan. And you two better look forward to your trip to Australia. So how's that sound? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah.
Perfect. Thank you. All thank right. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. See ya. Oh, guys, I absolutely love that. And I tell you, the best part I liked is all the love. And, and dead set, we have to have love in business and we have to build relationships. It's so important. But these guys are doing amazing things, you know, and really getting off the bench. And I love that they've connected in two different states and 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 didn't see that as a barrier, you know, just decided, hey, we've got something in common. Our energy works together. Let's build something. Let's get off the bench and build something. I love that. And I love the, the Gold Rush Summit. This is such a this is one of these blessings that have come from COVID, you know, where we can say, well, well, hang on, we can't gather anymore, but what can we do? And we actually can make a difference. We actually can bring something to the world that, as Monica said, you know, a, a blank canvas, what can we put on that and put it out into the world and, and just see what happens? And you put it out with the right intention Good things always happen. So, guys, I'm going to, you know, give it a plug. I am. And I'm going to, you know, suggest that you, you, you I'm going to put the links in the show notes, but suggest that you, you know, click on the links and I'll be sharing some in my uh, socials anyway. And it's, it's March 17, 18, 19. Now, that is in US time. So it will be for Australian time. It'll be the 18th, 19th and 20th of March. But um, regardless, just check that out later anyway. And if you get the all access pass, it's uh, Monica was just telling me it's 67 US dollars. And that's if you buy it prior to the summit, 97 if you buy it during the summit, and 127 if you buy it after the summit. But I reckon paying $67 US is, is a, a brilliant investment because if you're going to get to watch the videos over and over and over of 30 speakers sharing all the secrets to how you can get off the bench and how you can make a better world, I reckon that is um, a, a brilliant, uh, brilliant value, just absolutely brilliant. But I will share links and all that sort of stuff and I'll put it in the um, show notes. I really hope you enjoyed that. I really hope that if there's somebody that you think you've got some great energy with and you've been saying stuff to them like, oh, we should do a business together. Oh, we should do this. Maybe give it some more thought. Actually think deeper on it. And, um, you know, we we are, the world is in a, in a bad state. And I don't want to bang on about that either because it's only what you see. Your reality is what you make it. But uh, the truth is we're not treating each other as good as we should be and I think that it's time that you know we've we've got to take action we actually have to make a better world so you can either be a um a bystander or you can be get a participant you know but it, you can also be a participant in a bad way so are you contributing to the problem or you're contributing to the solution or you're just being apathetic and and I don't think I think apathy always contributes to the problem. So I think every single person has got the capacity to contribute to the solution. So um, it, just believe in yourself and let's get going. And as always, thank you for joining me. Thank you for putting up with my banging on at the end, as I always do. And I really hope that you're getting a lot from uh, all of these episodes of just brilliant people around the world who back themselves. Anyway, that's it for me and I will see you next week. See ya. Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at getoffthebench.com.au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.